Or producer Tyler. <laughs> That's two. Let's set the over under at five. That's two. What's going on with Travis's mic? Hold on a sec, Trav. Uh-oh. Is my mic not working? We got now you am back. I working? Welcome back, Trav. All right, now we go. So I they did... never heard, actually. Yeah, so we're still at one. If that didn't go out over the air, we're that still at count. one. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we got our action movie draft. Action movies today. What's the order, Tyler? All right, I got the order here. Give me two seconds. I'm very unprepared for this right now. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Where's... Where's my order? We're all what's very it, unprepared what's, for what's all this movie? right now. Yeah, do you want to give us your definition of action movie? So Tyler? my definition of an action movie is uh, high octane mm. explosions, potential gun battles, um, car chases. Car chases for sure. Uh, I would definitely consider some so, sci-fi, depending okay. on the okay. action. Superhero movie, an action movie. Uh, why, why not? Okay, it's kind of uh, it's broad here. Okay. It's broad. I'm, I might I might rule some out because they're a little <laughs> little iffy, depending on the choices that we make. All right, um, but you know we'll roll with Did the punches. Did you find your order? I tried to buy you a little time. I am. All right, I'm, I'm making okay, up. Okay, here order. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. All right. So first, it's going to be Slee. Slee. Then Taylor. Then Travis. Taylor. And then me. So Slee Travis. with the first pick. <laughs> and what type of draft is this? Is this a snake draft? <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. Go, Very nice. Okay. I don't know if this one counts, but I'm going to throw it in there. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Dark Knight. I'm putting that as my number one. Dark Knight covers the bases. Okay. Covers the bases. Um, Are there explosions? Yes. Uh, is there combat? Yes. All yeah. of that is in there. Okay. I'm going to use that with my number one draft pick, The Dark Knight. I'm going to allow it. Uh, next up, we got Taylor. Taylor, what's your pick? Um, this is good because now I could buy another 30 minutes until my <laughs> my pick. Let me think here. Can I do the good, the bad, the ugly? A little uh, western action. The good, the bad, and the ugly with well, uh, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah. 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 I know you mentioned Clint Eastwood yesterday was a big uh, big action guy of yours. And so I will allow the good, the bad, and the ugly with Clint Eastwood. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So my turn. I'm going to go. This is, I think, how we kind of stumbled into the topic yesterday was yeah. we were talking about the Arnold show. We yep. were talking about the Arnold doc that's on Netflix right now and broken into his bodybuilder phase, his movie star phase, and then, of course, his politician phase. And the movie, he was in movies before this, but the one that really kind of launched him, it's still an incredibly quoted movie. I saw something where it might be the most quoted line in movie history. I'll be Bach, right? Give me the Terminator. Terminator's it, a great ter- choice. Ter- Terminator is still kind of the gold standard for just shoot him up, car chase, crazy escapes, and all those things. So give me Terminator. Terminator allowed. Great choice. All right. So I've you given two. I've given this some thought. And for me, this is the first movie that came to mind, and then I may or may not have looked up some lists, and these <laughs> lists do agree with my choice. Okay. Die Hard. Yep. Die for Hard. Sure. That was my second pick, be, bro. It's going to be you my first pick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm not allowing sequels. No sequels, only originals. Die Hard's a great choice. Okay. You get another one. With my second pick in this snake draft for action movies, I'm going with John Wick. Keanu Reeves, John Wick. The whole, all four movies are incredible. But again, we're only taking originals, so John Wick is my choice. Okay, two. those are two really good ones. I, I'm going to go with the one, and Taylor, the reason I shot you that look a second ago when you started, when you had your production and the open and all this stuff, the music is still playing. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Right? That this is it's way, Harrison Ford who's got over. unbelievable uh catalog of movies. Yep. It's got this incredible score that we're mm-hmm. listening to right now. And it's him being chased by a boulder and dropped into a pit of snakes. And he's got a there's there's guys melting their faces off when they open the ark. There's just nothing but crazy action the entire dragged by the truck by his whip underneath the thing as it's going. Raiders of the Lost Ark for my number two. Taylor? Taylor, back over to you. Um, I'm a, I'm a Guy Ritchie fan. I'm going to go Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Have you seen? I, I don't think I've seen I that I think I've one. seen that. No. Yeah. Jason Statham. But I'm going to get your you know, opinion on that. I haven't seen that. it, but if it's got Statham in it, it's got to have action. They go hand in For hand. For sure. Slee, two. All right, I get two. Um, let's go a little... Uh, let's go Enter the Dragon. Um, as classic as it gets... With my number two pick and my number three is there as well, Matrix. Ooh, good choice. Those are my three. The Matrix is an incredible choice. Yeah, great choice. Incredible choice. choice. Okay. Taylor, back to you. Okay. Um, Doesn't sound like you guys liked Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. No, I'm not a huge Bruce Lee fan. I'm not arguing good or bad. I know it's incredibly well received. Yeah. Karate movies just, they miss me. Maybe because I I can relate to them more. (laughs) Have you guys seen uh, Leon... Professional, what is it? Leon, uh, Leon the professional Mm-mm. with uh, Natalie Portman. No, I'd like no. it already though. No, yeah, you don't need Portman's to say anything great. else. Uh, that's that's my third. So tell us a little bit about this movie, Tay. Um, basically, since we haven't seen it, there's an assassin that is protecting a little girl. What's the name of the movie? Leon the Le- professional. Leon the professional. Leon, I'm gonna pretend like I know how to spell Leon. This we have a moment of honesty here, real quick, right? Okay. This has not been our smoothest draft. No. <laughs> this is definitely... Emily, where not. are you? Well, Emily... <laughs> it's a little oh, shady. by the way, I have an update on Emily. We'll get that in a, in a minute or two. I She responded. <laughs> hope all, I hope all is well with them. Yeah, she's, she's fine. Tag United? It's, it's all because she's not on United right now. We've we've audible oh, to a man. secondary airline. Okay. But uh, we'll give you there. So uh, my last choice... I bet... I'm pretty happy with my draft because I have three of the great action stars of all time. I took Arnold and Terminator with my first pick. Yep. I've got Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost Ark with my second pick. Yep. I'm going Sly for my third pick. The origin it's it's not called Rambo, First Blood, right? First, first Blood. Yeah. First Blood, where mm. he walks into that town and Brian Dennehy starts messing with him for no good reason, and he's decided he's had enough and he fights back. So give me First Blood with Sylvester Stallone as my third pick. Those old Stallone flicks They're are amazing. so good. They're terrific. They're so good. You and know how, and you know how badass. the uh, social team always puts out for our draft. They put out yeah. who we all picked. And then they say, "Hey, who won?" And it's out to all the ESPN LA listeners. It's not going to be closely, and it and everybody's voting. I'm going to vote for yours. I'm not. <laughs> it's not going to be mine. close. Travis is running away with this by a I'm mile. not going to vote for mine. <laughs> yeah. I've never not voted for mine. I'm currently voting for yours. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, no, Trav, Trav, you're killing it. It's Thank great you. to but be a part of the show you with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got the last pick, Tyler. All right, to wrap things up, even though he's not considered a big time movie star, it's a snake trap, right? I'm going with Matt Damon in The Bourne Identity. Great movie. Okay. Good choice. That's my kind of action Solid. right there. Yeah. Well, that's a little intellectual, too, right? Where he's trying to figure out who he is. I love those. There's some government agencies Yeah, it makes you think involved. a little bit. You know who is the bad guy in that first Bourne movie? Logan Roy from Succession. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I forget, what's his real... I forget his the actor's name, but... Um, I'm horrible with names. Yeah. Rogan Rye. That's yeah. him. Yeah. Rogan Loy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Rolling Rock. Very nice. That's, uh, Ryan Cox. That's what it is. It All right, so just a, just a review. Just a review. We got Slee with The Dark Knight, Enter the Dragon, and The Matrix. We got Taylor with The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and Leon the Professional Taylor. I'm not going to lie. I have not seen any he of those. He had the movies. longest titles of all of them. <laughs> yeah. The social's not going to be able to that use it. are good. Travis with The Runaway, Terminator, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and First Blood, and then myself with Die Hard, John Wick, and The Born Identity. I think it was a good draft, boys. It was. A little we, shaky. We, we were little maybe shaky. a little rough getting into it, but we got it all done. over the place. There it's are all, twelve picks good. on the board, and we can move on. And if you got some suggestions, hit us on Twitter. If we miss any uh, good action movies, and DeAndre will have it up on social, and you can vote for the one that you like the best. You ready for your Emily update, Al? Yeah. What's okay. What's the latest here? So I texted her at eleven fifty twenty minutes ago. Yep. You make it to Denver, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was on one of those Southwest flights with a uh, with a flight through Tucson, so I'm currently in Tucson on the tarmac, but about to do the final leg to Denver. Should be there about 2 o'clock Pacific. So she's not there yet, but she's no longer in Southern California. She is in Tucson. She swapped out How early was she supposed to get there she this morning? She was supposed to fly after the show sometime yesterday. Get there late, not even late, but last night. Yep. Work remotely today. And she's still at near the end of our show. She's still in transit. I don't know. I didn't know it was an option to go from L.A. to Phoenix to Denver. Well, if you fly on Southwest, if you're on Southwest, unless you're going to Phoenix or Oakland or San Jose or or Vegas, you're stopping somewhere. They're going to always have that connector. Even if you're flying to like Salt Lake, they're going to take you through Houston. (laughs) <laughs> They're going to put you in some weird dynamic. Do good better, out. United. Well, she gave up. She's on Southwest now. She, she decided Tell to you audible. What, I'd take United Southwest over Spirit any day. We get your money back? Got my money back. Yeah. Yeah, it took a little time. Took well, a little Spirit, time. You have to hold, I hear you have to hold on to your seat, right? There's no seatbelts? There isn't seatbelts, but um, there also isn't. By the way, they're, it's true. They, they don't give you water. They don't come down. Well, they actually, water? they come down, but it's three bucks for a water. Cash only? Uh, you know how it is, too. It's like every bag is... Basically, you pay so cheap for a ticket, but then every bag is bag is 180 bucks. So sure. you, you come out on the wrong side of it, and you had a terrible yeah. experience, yeah, too. Just, what's it doesn't not seem like idea. it's a great not idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. All right, the Rams roster has been ranked relative to the other 31 teams. And if you've been paying attention, you know exactly where it landed. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Did you vote for mine yet? My action movie list? I can't. <laughs> well, technically I can, but I have to use my cell. <laughs> so, What do you mean, Slee? Just use your laptop. A little bit later. A little bit later. Give me your laptop. Have you? I need it. it. I you, can't trust you, you with my laptop. Are you out? Um, No, I haven't lost hope yet. Okay. I have a couple... A couple you angles talk it out here. About what happened? Like just the trauma, the the stages of grief that you've gone through. Early, early in the show, uh, knocked over a full, full glass of water, hot water, directly on the laptop, and it was, uh, you know, we're, we're talking a couple inches deep here, and it went, it's kind of sep through. It had a, it had a second to seep all the way down into the actual keypad and everything else that's underneath when you type it. Or is it splashy? <laughs> like is water shooting up in your face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got water in my eye. <laughs> so that happened about two hours ago, and then I tried turning it back on, and nothing. And then we read, we went through a list of things to do when your laptop gets drenched in water. See if Ireland will buy you one. Might worth a shot. Maybe that. Maybe it just you don't know, blame it on him. The proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. That he kind of loaded it up, and you finished it off. I need this one. Yeah, I know. I need this one. Well, they could probably save the hard drive, right? They could probably no get idea. in there and just like download a, whatever's in there. I, you know what? Oh, guys, I just figured it out. What do you got? I just figured out why he's so worried about this. Is this the one you take on your missions? Your your secret? Like it's got oh, all the no. it's got the dossier of his next victim that he's going to go track down. Is Uh-oh. that what, is that what this is? Is this where you is this where you flash us because we're on? Do you sleep? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what any of you guys are talking about. <laughs> Hit us with the memory eraser. Yeah. My third passport's on here. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? His alternate identities are buried inside the laptop. Absolutely. My third passport. That we'll was kind happens. of baller to be a bunch of... Today I'm from Canada. Tomorrow I'm from oh. Croatia. And the day after that, I'm Swedish. I could bounce all over the place. The best is when you watch movies like that, and these are like... Uh, that was Born Identity, by the way. Yep. There's when you watch movies like that, and these are you know CIA agents, this and that, and they have a couple different. They, they use different whatever passwords, all that stuff. It's like you know this is all based on real stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's but that's the that's the part it does. Oh, it's just a movie. No, these are not all movies. They're based. A lot of these movies are based on real stories. Did you, know you ever I mean? see Argo? The Ben Affleck where he gets the the people that are hiding in the Canadian embassy. I've uh, heard great things. Haven't seen. I don't know if I've seen it. I, I, I want to say one best picture. I could be wrong, but I think I think, I think right. it did, or maybe he won. It was like his, the first one he directed, right? It it it's one of the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's it's really really good. But what you're talking about, where these, I think it's twelve Americans are in the Canadian embassy. They're hiding out. They escape before the embassy was overrun by the mm. the locals, and so they're hiding out in the Canadian embassy. Nobody knows they're there. They're trying to figure out a way to get them out of the country before they figure out where they are, and they do all the fake passports and all these other things, try to disguise. Them. And to your point, the whole time, and I know it's a movie. I know they took some poetic license. I understand all that, but you're like the whole thing. This actually 100%. happened. It's awesome. It's a and, really and good movie. Even those movies that have the. It's based on a true story. Okay, even if it's 10% of it is what it's based off of, they use that to kind of help sell the movie. There's still a lot of things that you know they're taking away from real story. All right, let's go to the Rams here very quickly. Um, So ESPN put out something this morning on their NFL page that took all 32 rosters Mm -hmm. and had NFL experts rank the rosters based on talent. Okay, just based on what they have on their roster, starting lineups, backups, and all these things. And kind of rank them one through 32. Rams fans, my hand's in the air. I'm a Rams fan. Should know where your team is going to land based on what they've done this offseason. 
Where do you? I, I know that I, I told you this morning, but yeah. when I told you they ranked thirty-one, yeah, no, of I, I thirty-two that, teams. Did that hit you as a huge? Doesn't surprise? line up. Doesn't line up for me. I, I just, I really did not think. I, I know the expectations aren't all that much for the Rams this year. I think the, the some of the stories about Sean McVay when the season ended—is he coming back? Is he not? And I, I really feel like there was, uh, there was. Um, some type of understanding between the front office and Sean McVay, like, Clearly. hey, we, we need a second, right? Clearly. Like, you're you're good with. They're not doing this without him signing off. We're on rebuilding it. this yeah. thing, and this is just part of how the NFL works. And oh, by the way, you know, we got one not too long ago. We had a great stretch run. We're gonna have to rebuild this thing. But to say that they're that far off from every, if you said they're 25th. I'd be like, all right, damn, that's pretty far down the list. If you just said they're twentieth, it's like, okay, well, there's top top tier talent. They're gonna depend on Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford. I know you can't in the NFL. It's not just about having top end talent. There, there's a lot more that you need. But to say they're thirty first, thirty first. Let let's put it this way. Can I? If you said. Hey, let's make a bet here. Who's going to be the the three worst teams in the NFL? I would not put my money that the Rams will be one of the three worst teams in the NFL. Okay, fair. All uh, fair. If you look at what they've done with the roster this year, it's exactly where they've kind of been. Right? They've done nothing to strengthen this roster. They've also done a lot to send out their best players to other places. Jalen Ramsey is in Miami. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner is back in Seattle. They were the two of their three or four best players last season. They're gone. I want, I want to read this because I think it, it kind of speaks to where they are, right? This is its weakest unit. The rest of the defense, six defenders played 700-plus snaps for the Rams last season, and none remain on the roster. Mm. In fact, Ernest Jones and Donald are the only players who played more than half the snaps. Incredibly, the Rams signed zero notable veteran replacements and will rely on rookies and recent day three flyers for the majority of their defensive snaps. It's hard to imagine this not being the league's worst defense, and that's with Aaron Donald in the fold. Okay, so Aaron Donald, probably still the best defensive player in football. If he's not number one, he's not outside the he's top there. two or yep. three. And they're going to have the worst defense in football, according to this? Now, let's say they don't, but they're not going to have the best defense. They're not going to have a top 10 defense. They're not going to have a top 15 or 20, right? Their offense consists of a quarterback who's very, very good yep. coming off a season where he missed a ton of time. Their number one wide receiver in Cooper Cup is coming off of an injury where he missed about half the season as well. Their best running back, Cam Akers, got sent home in the middle of the season last year because he and the head coach were not seeing eye to eye. And those are their three best guys. And after that, you have somewhere between a bad to average offensive line. You've got no other wide receiver talent, maybe Van Jefferson a little bit, that when you really look at what they've put together, maybe it doesn't feel 31 bad, but it does feel high 20s. Like This this is going to be a slog. This is going to be a real challenge for them to find a way to win games. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, as somebody – you do the Rams pre, you do the Rams post, you're doing the locked on Rams, you're as connected to the Rams. Were you surprised when you saw the list? I was surprised at 31, but had it been 29, I wouldn't have been surprised. Right? Had it been 30, I don't know if I would have fallen up. 31 was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Again, it was one of those, well, who was 32? Which, by the way, which is actually really, really interesting. It's Arizona. 
Right? Mm. So Arizona, Kyler Murray's banged up. He probably won't play the entire season. They might move on from him at the end of the year. They're in your division. You play them twice. Let's say that this list is 100% accurate. Okay? It's not, but let's say that it is. Who picks first in the draft may come down to who manages to not beat the other guy that's down there at the bottom. If one of those two teams can manage to go 0-2 against the other... You're probably getting the pick. You might get the pick. Get yeah, the pick. that seems more like a coin toss, right? 31 and 32. It doesn't yes. seem like it's there's a clear-cut line between who's the ultimate you know, bad team and who's second bad team. It kind of feels like if you're putting the Rams up against Arizona... Shot for shot in like a like a window. You got one on the left and one on the right. You could flip a coin and it could go either way. They're going to be battling for Caleb Williams. They're clearly not opposed to that idea, right? If because if they wanted to say, "Hey, listen, last year was a disaster. We were five and twelve. This was a team. We had a lot up. of bad luck. We had a ton of bad luck. Mm-hmm. We had our offensive line was bad. Let's get better there. Let's make sure we focus on that in the draft, which they kind of did. That was their first pick. Let's make sure that we get Bobby Wagner where he needs to be. Let's make sure that we keep. They they could have decided to run it back and add around. Instead, they basically said, "Let's start over." And I'm I'm okay with it. I, I don't think it's the worst plan in the world because. The last time they kind of started over, they rebuilt it awfully fast. They went from a Jeff Fisher team that, keep in mind, when they first came back to LA, they were 4-12. and mm-hmm. They were bad. The next year, they won the division. The year after that, they went to the Super Bowl. Two years after that, they won the Super Bowl. So taking this thing down to the studs and rebuilding it again, it's not going to be a, a super fun thing to watch happen in real time. But if you can have a relative timeline to what you did, I'm 100% here for it. It's different, too, because I think there was a pressure when you first moved from St. Louis back to L.A. you got to show results right out the gate. You're trying to build a fan base. You're trying to come back, and L.A. has so many different ways to distract you. And you know how they're not going to distract you is if you're not winning. And, And there was that pressure in the beginning to make sure that they had a team that can compete. There was the pressure in the beginning to make sure that can we have a good team by the time SoFi opens up as well. You're playing at the Coliseum. You still got a ton of Raider fans here. You still got a ton of other squads here. There was that pressure. I'm not saying that there isn't pressure now to be successful, but I think you also kind of you found a way to we have a longer leash here sure. that we know we could play with that they didn't have five six years ago. You've earned trust, right? It's it's like it's like anything else. It, it, not to overstate it at all, but it's almost like a relationship, right? If you've been in a relationship for a long time and the person has never done anything to violate your trust and never and they say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to go away for a couple of months and just kind of go do." You're like, "Yeah, all right." You know, you don't love it, but say, "I you mm-hmm. haven't given me a reason." The Rams have won a bunch of games. They've won the Super Bowl. They've been to another. It's like the Dodgers. They put together this team this year that's not bad, but it's certainly not what they've had over the last few years. But if there's a little trust. If us. they're saying, guys, sit tight. Mm-hmm. Let let us do our thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go do your thing. And you have to try and I think the Rams have bought a lot of trust. You said the Chargers were where? Seven. That <laughs> seven. But by, by the way, that and that's And it not, doesn't feel wrong either. I was just gonna say yeah. that's not the problem is if you said are the Chargers a top five team in the NFL? Are the Chargers a top seven team in the NFL? I don't have trust in the Chargers for that. Talent is different than are they this? Yeah, talent is this is talent, talent, right? And but once you have the talent, then you got to start asking yourself, okay, well, where's the coach fall into play here? Sure. Um, 
then you got to start asking yourself, has this group won in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. You still got to ask yourself, have they been in positions like this before where things go their way? It's kind of all the opposite for the Chargers. Yeah. You don't have confidence in their coach. They don't have a ton of experience in the playoffs. The one playoff game that they got last year, they blew a 27-point <laughs> lead or whatever it was. So you can have talent and be top seven, but you think people are saying, hey, I'm taking these guys over. I don't know if they're going to take them over some other franchises that have more, uh, just have more um, equity. You've heard me say this a hundred times. I'm not going to go on what you tell me is going to happen. I'm going to go on what I've seen before. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to expect if something happened a hundred times in a row, I'm going to assume that the hundred and first time is going to be just like the first hundred. The Chargers have done the same thing a hundred times in a row. Do they have they have good players? Justin Herbert's so much fun to watch. Yeah, he can make every throw. He's super fun. They're exciting to watch. They play fun games, but when it comes down to winning it, I'm not really. There's a there's a little bit. Not the best example, but I think that's why you don't give the Clippers the benefit of the doubt. Same exact thing. You don't give. There's there's certain franchises they just don't get the benefit of the doubt. Do you believe in like team DNA? Like never mind players. Players come and go. Coaches come and go. Owners. Can I give you? Can I give you an example? We just ran into it. I kept waiting for the Nuggets. Well, let them win it because yeah. I mean I, I, it's tough for me to give them the benefit of the doubt until they do it. You win it, it changes everything. Like then all of a sudden it's like, all right, those guys can do it. They did do it. That coach did it. Those players did it. That franchise never been to the finals. I think that's similar to a lot of other franchises. The, here's the difference that I would make. Like the Nuggets had never won the, but the Nuggets weren't perpetually ridiculous. They were just, they were sometimes they were okay, sometimes they were bad, sometimes they were pretty good, but they were never like, they did what? The Clippers were perpetually ridiculous for 30 years. That's true. Right? The Chargers have been ridiculous Mm -hmm. for 30 years. Like, there are just some teams like, well, of course they're not going to do the right thing because they never do the right thing. It's, I'm trying to think of a, a, Carolina Panthers, they're frequently bad, but they're not ridiculous. They're just kind of one of the teams that you play every once in a while. The Chargers have this history of being ridiculous. The Clippers have a history of being ridiculous. Do you do you buy that? Yeah, I think there's something to it. Until and 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 I think that the Padres a little bit. Yeah, the only thing I would say with the Padres, they just haven't been in the mix enough to be ridiculous. Might not be great, right? But but I but I get what you're saying. I get your. There's hype behind the, the team. Cubs, the Red Sox for a hundred years. There's hype behind the team. There's hype about how far they can get. They're always one of the favorites, and then they fizzle out. Are we going to lose one of our all-time favorite Laker topics coming up next? It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Al and I have plans tonight. We're going to go see our pal Taylor in his second to last performance for now here in Southern California before he heads back to Iowa to yep. start his uh, his career as a farmer running 600 acres. Is that what you said, Taylor? That's right. 600. 600 acre farm in Iowa. Did you apply? A, like, did you sl- see the opportunity on LinkedIn or? <laughs> it's going to be a slow takeover. It's, uh, What's the first thing you need to learn how to do? A lot. There's so much to learn. Um, but I'm going to be coming in during the harvest, so that's the very it's a very prime part of the year, and jumping right into the thick of it. Hard work. Yeah, yeah. You take over like an acre at a time. All right. <laughs> Once you can run this acre, <laughs> and then we feel like things are going well. Right. We're adding a half acre. acre. <laughs> Well, you got to ease into it, right? But tonight, Hudson House, Redondo Beach, Taylor's going to be on stage with some of his bandmates. Yep. Uh, 7.30 to 10 o'clock. Yep. Um, it's on PCH. Do you, know, you may know the address off the top of your head. 
off the top of my no, head, no. No, but, Hudson um, House. It's Hudson House, yeah. And Al and I will be there. Uh, Jorge is going to be there as well. So if you are in and around the area and want to hear some great music and uh, see Taylor off, then tonight's the night to do it. And you got one more coming up on Saturday, right? Yeah, on the 8th at Waterman's in Hermosa. 514 uh, North Pacific Coast Highway in Redondo Beach. Hudson House. What's your opening number tonight? Um, I'm going to start with a cover, I think. I'm going to do some Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. One of my favorite bands. Do you have any requests, Al, that you'd like to get in now just so he can, his place, uh, what's it, set list? We can yeah, Juvenile. Um, back that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, you can figure out how to do that. Do it around 830. <laughs> <laughs> and then give me a shout out when you're doing it. Do Say, you hey, you got this shout out from Slee. Eye contact the entire time of the song. He's just Juvenile, back that thing up. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Side Make it seat. awkward. Side and they have tots at the Hudson House. Just loaded tots. Loaded tots. Who are you bringing? You... Lady Sleek coming? Yeah, she's going to come too. Oh, good. There's I'm, your, I'm bringing there's Jorge. Your, there's your designated <laughs> nice. driver right there. Oh. I'm like, coming? She's like, yeah. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to go ahead and have a couple <laughs> Does out there. she want to make a detour through Laguna Niguel <laughs> on your way back to uh, Pasadena? Because <laughs> if she's in, she's up for that. Let me know. I'll ask her. Like, yeah, for sure, Al. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you go? I'll make. I'll make. Spend the night plans. at Travis's house. <laughs> I'll make uh, alternate plans. Are we done talking about Anthony Davis's health? I mean, obviously, when the season starts, if he got hurt again, it'd be the number one topic. But it. it I don't think so. I'll tell, I'm you, not. I'll tell you why I mentioned it. Okay. Uh, my son Michael had a baseball game yesterday. I was mm-hmm. sitting with um, one of the other dads, and he and I love to talk about the Lakers. And we were talking about it. And we talked for, I don't know, 20 or 25 minutes this entire time. I was like, Dad, the game's over. And, I'm in the middle of a show. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. If Michael's not playing. I don't pay much attention. Uh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And it's summer league. It doesn't really. Like, the regular season. Anyway, that's not the point. So anyway, we spent 20, 25 minutes or so talking about the team. Are they going to do something? Are they not going to do something? Are they going to bring Mo Bamba? All the things that we've been talking about. Never once did Anthony Davis's health come up. And at the end, I'm like, wow, that's kind of weird. That Because that was the thing you'd talk about first, second, 10th, 15th, right on down the line. Is it just because there's no games? Or is it because he played the second half of the season and was very healthy and played really well and we can start to move to the next part of, hey, maybe Anthony Davis is going to be a guy you can count on health-wise? So let, let, let's just say this. Let's say that obviously injuries happen in every sport. Sure. And Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, it happens. Sometimes it happens at the absolute worst times. Lakers had situations with Anthony Davis where – the year after they won the championship, he gets injured in Game 4 at Crypto. Lakers up 2-1 against the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. and then that was a wrap. The season was done. I have, I think it's actually one of the things that's not talked about enough. What's not talked about enough is, hey, let's say the Lakers bring everybody back. Cool. I think they could compete. We, we're hearing that conversation. Let's say the Lakers get Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura and D'Angelo Russell. They're all back. Let's say the Lakers use that mid-level exception and get the right right player. I think what we're forgetting is you really literally need a lot of things to go perfect for the Lakers. I'm not saying that other teams aren't in a similar predicament. Braun will be in his 21st season in the NBA. 21st. He's already doing things for the last couple years. Not just last year. I'm talking about the last couple years. Remember Kobe in his 19th year in the NBA and the sure. Lakers gave him that $48 million contract and everybody's saying, why are you going to pay Kobe $48 million? Well, you're paying him for what he did. It's not what he was going to do. That was Kobe's 19th season. Bron did his 19th, he did his 20th, and now he's coming into his 21st season. Anthony Davis, 
basically has to be on the basketball floor for the Lakers to avoid what you were saying, where they're not in a position where they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're trying to stay out of the uh, the playing tournament. I actually think that's not talked about enough. So it's great that you had that conversation with somebody and you guys spent that much time talking about or av- avoiding the conversation of Anthony Davis not being injured. It just never came up, which is so weird. Which is weird. It didn't yeah. come up. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that the Lakers went a stretch after he got injured against the Nuggets, was out five weeks. He was pretty much there the entire time. But I think for me... I think that's more of the forefront. The only way any of this thing has any breath, those two guys got to be there. Yeah. And and to to just kind of look at where they are age-wise and his history of injuries, I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot. So he's eligible for an extension this summer as well. And obviously, if you extend him, it means that you can't move him. And it, and it also means that you have a really good player locked up for an extended period of time. Brian Windhorst was asked whether or not that's something at the top of the Lakers' priority list. I think the reason why the Lakers are going this route is they don't have the, the salary cap space, even if they waived all their guys to, to truly chase a James Harden or Kyrie Irving. They don't really have the trade assets to go after a Bradley Beal or, or Damian Lillard if he comes on the market. They do have a team that went 18-6 and six last year after the trade and reach the conference finals and they have Anthony Davis who was awesome for a lot of that run and so one of the big things they need to do this offseason and I know it's not adding a new player but is securing Anthony Davis locking him in an extension and obviously this can change so quickly yeah, yeah. but he's also your future right that you just spent some time talking about LeBron in year 21 LeBron's 21st season will probably be slightly different maybe less than his 20th, which was slightly different and less than nine. Like it, the, the decline is subtle, but it's there. It's happening. So you're going to need to have the other guy, and obviously that's Anthony Davis, even after LeBron, whether it's Bronny or whether it's, you know what, I've had enough, maybe he decides to stay. But as long as I have Anthony Davis, I can attract other players. I can build around another one of the league's best players. So let me ask you, let me, let me, can you make a case for me why they wouldn't extend him if no. you were trying to look? That, that's that's kind of that's kind of where the, I fall. I don't buy this, but okay. the case would be: don't extend him so I can move him. They, they, if we come back and he gets hurt again, or LeBron is just you know, it's like oh boy, it ha- it finally happened. He it's just it's not happening again. We really need to start over, hit the reset button, and you could flip him. But at that even, point. even in that case, wouldn't you rather extend him? And then even if you have to have him Wait on your books year. for a little bit. Eventually, there's going to be a team out there that says, we might be an AD away from winning this whole thing. And then the draft capital that you can get back and players and maybe expiring contracts, you start that real rebuild, right? The the conversation, and I've heard people say, Anthony Davis has not been on the floor enough to extend him. Okay, well, what's the other option? Right. That that's That's the only thing I would say. If you decided... Do not give Anthony Davis an extension. Let his contract expire with LeBron's contract. Let's turn the page and then go from there. That's Just think about how long that rebuild is going to take. Think about now having to convince new players. I get the Lakers, they can fast forward much faster than other teams out mm-hmm. there. But if Anthony Davis is just at the minimum 55 games a year, 50 to 55 games a year, and he's arguably the best defensive player every time he steps on the floor. And he's also going to give you about 20, 22 points. And have nights where he gives you 35. Like, I, okay, I get you don't want – let's say you don't want that to be your your 
A player? Well, then go find an A player to play along with him. I think, and I'm using myself as the example here, and I don't think I'm alone in this. What we wanted him to be relative to what he is is not the same thing. But what he is is still pretty darn good. Right, that what we wanted him to be was to come in here and take over, be the best player on the team, be yeah. the best two-way player in the league, be that defensive player that you're talking about, be honest, be Embiid, be one of these other bigs, average twenty-nine a night, and be the guy that everybody's dying. Hey, I, I want to play with AD. I want to come with, and just be and play 65, 70 games a year, and just yeah. be a rock. That's what that's what we were hoping for. And that first year, pandemic year, where they won it all, it felt like that was not out of reach. It's just not who he is, right? Mm-hmm. He is that defensive guy. He does have health problems. His offense does tend to come and go. He's not a guy that you can just absolutely say, we're going to get – he's not that. He's mm-hmm. not a beat. He's not Giannis. He's not Jokic. He's still pretty darn good. Oh, and, I'm with you. And, and, and he's still pretty darn good. And to your point, okay, you want to move on? Where are you going to go? And, and it took me a minute to go from the – but this isn't what I signed up for to, yeah, I get it. It's not. But it's still better than accept him for what he is. You just kind of get to the point where he's not going to be. Yeah. Okay. Great. No one is. No one is Jokic. Okay. He's not that. Is he the next best thing? Maybe. He could build around him. Yeah. I was just going to say he could be a player that is a key player on a championship quality team. He already has been. I feel like it was not too long ago we were talking about him and LeBron being pillars on the Lakers. Are we beyond that now? Well, LeBron LeBron still is, but to, to say that a guy in his 21st season, it, you can't build your future based on a guy who's going into year even, 21. And even if they're both pillars, AD is not... You have to accept Anthony Davis for what he is, and what he's not is that player that was ranked number two in the NBA after the Lakers won that championship. No. We recalibrate. It happens. And you had to recalibrate on him a few times and maybe a little more quickly than anybody wanted to do it. The dump coming up next, plus a little super crosstalk. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Yo, Slee. Yeah. You big into hockey? Um, No, not big into hockey. Trav was trying to tell me a little bit earlier, is this about the draft pick? (laughs) Yeah, okay, so I, I didn't get a chance to hear it. I, I saw it, but it, the TV was muted, so it uh, kind of set me up, set listeners okay. up on this one. All right, so the uh, the Canadians had the fifth overall pick in the draft yesterday, Okay, and they bring up Carey Price to announce the pick, and he gets everybody all hyped up, and I'm going to let Taylor play the sound. Bonsoir. Le Canadien de Montreal are proud to select David... <laughs> we planned it that way. David Reinbacker. <laughs> so they take Reinbacker, they send him up there. He's got no card. He's got nothing to refer to. He probably had one of the guys tap his shoulder when he was walking up. Like, hey, we're taking Reinbacker here, okay? <laughs> and then he gets up to the mic and completely draws a blank on their draft pick. This is a failure on like five different levels. Right, it's a failure on whoever is responsible for oh, yeah. sending him out there. Yep. Not giving him a card that says David Reinbacher. Mm-hmm. Right, not telling him before he goes out there it's David Reinbacher. Not having a teleprompter somewhere that he can see that says the Canadians select David Reinbacher. It's on him for not being able to remember one guy's name. The poor guy just flounders. <laughs> he just stands there. You hear the dramatic. We've all pause. had a moment. We've all Shame had a moment where name. we just. But you're right that this is not just his fault. It's a lot of people's fault. It's everybody's fault. Yeah. And now that guy, look, 
I know that you probably don't go back and watch a bunch of drafts, but I would think at some point, if you were selected with one of the top picks in no matter what sport, sure. you're going to say, hey, grandson, come here. I want to show you something. Back in the day, I was the third pick in the draft from the Montreal Canadiens. Let me show you this. You'd like to have them say your name. You'd like to have somebody or, say, okay, is there something about it, the fact that it was jacked up? That it was Bonsoir. screwed, that it was like the whole thing. <laughs> exactly, right? We will remember it where we will have never even knew who this guy was, nor would we have ever paid attention to what, the number. What if he turns out to be like the second coming of Wayne Gretzky or Connor McDavid or something? He's yeah, just like, like this is another he's Jokic the best thing player in the league. But, that, but that's the thing. Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> the Jokic thing is always good because we've kind of played into that. Jokic was selected during a Taco Bell commercial. And re we remember that, where you kind of don't remember some of these other stuff. Here's another one. I got uh, my own dumb topic. Go ahead. Uh, 4 nothing Padres lost 5-4. No way they lost? Unfreaking believable. How they, they lost. In, unbelievable, how, this team. At what point in the game were they ahead 4 to nothing? 4 to nothing going into the... Uh, I think it was 4-1 at 6, last I checked. Musgrove gave up 2, and I think he went 6. So 4-2 going into the 7th. So seventh. the bullpen. Yikes. Bullpen gives up a couple runs here, a couple runs Dodger there. Dodger fans are all about that. Two and eight in their last ten. Seven games below five hundred. <laughs> I don't know where that puts you in the wild card. They gotta be easy eight games, seven, eight games behind that last also, wild it's card. Pittsburgh, spot. man. Come on. Well, as you say, Pitt and Pittsburgh. No, no, no. Yeah, they got, got swept. swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lots two or three to the Nationals. So as of right now, they're eleven games back in the division and they are eight games out of a wild card spot. And you said something yesterday. It's not just eight games back in a locker spot. who's in front of you. How many teams do you have to jump in order to get there? What a pathetic, pathetic squad. This just isn't really a super dumpy topic, but it kind of goes together with this. Like The Mets had their what-the-hell's-going-on press conference yesterday where Steve Cohen that was interesting. did the, yeah, no, this is not at all what I signed up for. This is a disaster. This is terrible. Now, he did say, I haven't abandoned hope, but we, we're getting close. And the takeaway from it was, I'm not going to start firing people and, and getting rid of these contracts yet, but I might by the end of the month. If we get closer to the trade deadline and we're still floundering, I'm going to do it. If you're the Dodgers or the – and maybe the Padres are the ultimate example of this because they're so far out of it. But if you're the Dodgers and you're floating around and you could find a way to maybe split the cost of some of these guys, do you call about Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer and see what's going on? Well, here's the – I can't remember Scherzer's contract off the top of my head. Verlander they're, was two years. They both are. So they're both two years. Does that kind of fall along with what the Dodgers like doing, that if they do take on a contract, they're taking on somebody that's not a ton of years, it's a lot of money? I just don't but know. these guys are in their 40s. I was just going to say, I just don't, know how, much, I don't well. know how much confidence I have. The names are amazing. Yeah. Do you want round two with Scherzer? Not Scherzer, because Scherzer tends to break okay. kind of frequently. Um Verlander, Verlander won the Cy Young Award last year. He was awesome a year ago. What are you giving up to? What do you that, have to give up? That's the question. Maybe it's just maybe it's not that much. Maybe they want to get out of some of that money. But if it, if it's, wouldn't you rather pay half than none? Okay, let me give you an example. If it's not that much, you have to give up. It's more just kind of getting this off the books. How many? There's not three, four other teams saying, "Oh, well, oh, well sure, we're coming after Verlander." Uh, Absolutely, but mm -hmm. there are not a lot of teams that can absorb. Even half of the cost, mm. like half of Verlander's twenty million bucks. Yeah, that's right. Right, it's not like mm -hmm. you're 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 giving. I think up we said him million. and Scherzer are the highest. They're the paid. two highest played, mm -hmm. and they're both in their forties, and they're both had really mediocre seasons. And they're both going to be poor compared to Otani's contract. Did you year. like the way that he handled that presser? 
because he kind of came in and first of all, he called it himself, right? Yeah. He's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to talk today. So anybody wants to come, come, actually streamed it live on YouTube. He was the only one there, and he, it was really honest. It was it was very okay. okay. Uh, it was weird. I guess is the word. But let, let me let me let me tell what I liked about it. Um, what I liked about it is. He knows how bad the Mets are playing. Mm-hmm. He knows what a disappointment this season has been. Highest payroll in baseball history. He knows that the expectations are so high. I, I you know, I've said this before, and I'll say anytime somebody wants to come out and be honest, you're going to tell me at least that fan base isn't saying, "Hey, at least he's not hiding." At least he came out and kind of addressed it. By the way, you know what he also did? He said. If this continues the way it's going, obviously our game plan is going to change. That's the right thing to do. I'm going to compare this to something that I said but yesterday. But it is pretty quickly, right? It's only been three months of this, and they're getting ready to pull the ripcord on go, it. Go look at the I, – I, I get it. It hasn't been that long, but go look at the standings. The Padres is another one that's a good example. Remember I told you yesterday, after the game on Tuesday, Machado basically was like, I don't got time to talk, Right. After last night's loss, this is before today's loss, last Jeez. night's loss, he was asked, is it embarrassing? And he actually went on a little, it is embarrassing. You got to say something to your fan base. You got, I mean, So w- whether Steve Cohen's doing it, representing the Mets, or it's another team that is, is struggling, I think it's a good thing when you do stuff. I don't really take negatives out of that. Do you have an update on our uh, action movie draft? Yeah, so we got the draft live right now on Twitter uh, at 5.8%. It's Taylor. At 26.1%, it's Sliwa. Ooh, Slee. At 27.5%, it's Travis. Yep. And at 40.6%, I'm in the lead. Oh, my gosh. He's rigging it. Mm. He's rigging it. It's Die Hard, John Wick, and The Born Identity. I don't know. It's Whatever good. who sits in that seat. Like, Emily, you yeah. don't trust her at yeah. all, right? She's yep. constantly rigging those things. So Full maybe... disclosure, Trav, I did vote for you. <laughs> so did Slee. And so I'm, well, still, voted, yeah. I'm still not winning. John never picks my team. We'll see. These are movies that I think you're going to like. What was the draft? What was the, the favorite action movies. Okay. Okay, because yesterday, I forget how we got on it. What was... Uh, was term, we're talking to Arnold. Tar- oh, have you seen the Arnold doc on Netflix? I heard it's good. It's I've really not terrific. seen it. Yeah, it's really terrific. Yeah. Let's do a little super crosstalk woo, 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 woo. so i just getting john's rundown of his uh golfing excursions while you're a lot of driving yeah, yeah I, got... well I, monday i was in uh, uh newport beach to mc irrelevant week by the way the irrelevant mr irrelevant this year rams is a is a guy named deswan johnson from toledo uh-huh. um who could not have been nicer like mm. i hope he makes a team yeah and Judging by the conversation you had about the Rams roster, he might be a lock. 31st. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of guys are going to make the team. Yeah, but he was just... a great sport about the whole thing. And uh, How did you was... get looped into that? Because that, that's it was, such a great event. It was created by a guy named Paul Salata. Right. Who it's now been t- Paul passed away last year, and it's now been taken over by his daughter Melanie. Okay, who I went to high school with, ah. mm. and so twenty years ago they asked me to come MC it, and I just went up there and gave Melanie a bunch of crap, and it was a big hit. <laughs> she gave it right back to me, and we've been continuing the same bit for twenty. Matter of fact, uh, the guy who was twenty years ago, Ryan Hogue, was at this one to give the Lowesman Trophy. To Deswan because you don't you've heard of the Heisman, the Heisman the you get a Lozman and the Lozman the Heisman you get the pose the classic pose with the hand up the Lozman trophy is a guy fumbling the ball over his knee it's it's a great event and they make a lot they of money still do the parade uh, awesome. oh yeah they do the parade yeah. he throws out the first pitch at an Angels game mm. he um, they have the one thing they canceled because it's no longer. Uh, 
It's no longer appropriate in 2023. There is no longer a Miss Irrelevant contest. <laughs> okay. And I think for several years, Mr. Irrelevant kind of had his way with the entire panel <laughs> of Miss Irrelevant. Yeah, I, can so see, they got, I can see why that's no longer a part of the festival. Of that. Well, she told Melanie told me an incident, another thing. They, they used to have a pub crawl, and they can't call it a pub crawl anymore for insurance reasons. What because do they call it? Be, they just call it bar hopping. Oh, okay. But they say um, if, if it's a pub crawl, you're suggesting that you made a guy go from one pub to another and he could sue you. So welcome to 2023. They yeah. bar hop now. That is still one We of, should have sued. When's the last time you guys did that? When's the last time you just took a day and kind of went from here to here to here to here and just the next thing you know, nine hours has gone by and you've been, been in six different places. Been Saturday. Been a while, Saturday. <laughs> no, it's been a while for me. Were I, you part of the uh, bar hopping at the festivities? No, I, it was not tied to Mr. Irrelevant, but uh, Mace, you're going to love Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, I think he's going to make the team. He is a defensive lineman who has the speed of a linebacker. Nice. He went to Toledo. Yes, where all the now, best come from. He's now on the Rams. So he's got the Steve Mason background. <laughs> By the way, something happened to me yesterday that something that happened on this show, the Travis and Sliwa show, cost me some money. But I think I made the right decision. Wait a minute. Were you listening yesterday? Is that what the bet was? No. Oh, okay. So, previ- so previously on the Travis will you? Right. I bet you that I will not listen to the show. Yeah. yeah. So here's what happened. I, in a couple of weeks for my birthday, Lisa and I are going to Park City. So I had to buy airline tickets to go to Park City. And I just Googled. You know, LAX to Park City. Uh-oh, Spirit Airlines? Correct. Oh. <laughs> By far the lowest price. Of the most yeah. affordable option. Yeah. $94 each way. You got the wing seat. Like right Basically, on the wing. Basically, on your experience with Spirit Airlines, told Lisa, can't do it. So now I'm paying 175 each way and taking Delta. Worth every penny. Um, Worth every penny. Yep. And by the time you just ask for a water and check in one bag, it's <laughs> yeah. already $200. And, exactly. uh, and Emily's so. getting jacked around by United today, yeah. right? Emily oh, was, is it United? Emily that's... was rage-tweeting at United last night. Oh, no. Yeah, you ever she... do that, Mace? <laughs> do you ever get so upset at a company one that time. you go to Twitter? One time. Who? Yeah. United Airlines. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. It was United Airlines. Yeah, so she was she was supposed to travel uh, after the show yesterday from L.A. to Denver. She's going to meet up with friends there. She's going to yeah. work remotely the next few days. Yeah. And her flight got canceled. They couldn't get her on another one. Then she went back to the airport this morning. Could not get her on another one this morning. Uh, yeah, we got uh, to help her out. Yeah. Yeah, stay stay in the mainstream airlines is what you need to do. But United kind of. United, 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 United is good. United is Now, you had a, Mace, you had a problem with United. Yeah. Now, Emily's had a problem with United. Maybe United needs to get bounced. She got on know. Southwest, and now she's on her way. Southwest is solid. Yep. Delta's very good. The, Lake, yeah, De- the Lakers strong. fly yeah. Delta, and Delta's because great. of that, I know about 25 Delta flight attendants okay. and, and a few other, know some of the loadmasters, know some of the pilots. Lindsay Theory's husband is an airline pilot. Oh, okay, pilot. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, does she fly you guys? Or does no, he fly you guys? he's never flown our plane, oh, but okay. he flies for them. Um, and so... Uh, I, I fly Delta whenever I can because if one of the flight attendants recognizes me, we get the free bump up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. so it works out. Are you like making eye contact? Like, hey, do you remember me? No, I either know, <laughs> no, I either know him or I don't. Yeah, we tried to yeah, sell we, it. We name tag dinner. John Ireland, John Los Ireland Angeles Lakers. We, we go out to dinner with them on the road. We know them all, and you know they've been twenty years. They've been helping us out. So you got a lot of good. golf in on your days off. I got too. yeah. Uh, I I got 
two rounds in over the past three days, but I've been driving all over. But but I got a great golf joke for you, Travis. Okay. Mm. I'm reading the new John Feinstein book about David Faraday. Okay. All right. And so David Faraday has a very good relationship with Tiger Woods because when Faraday became an announcer is when Tiger joined the tour. So he's fought him a lot and they know each other. So they mess with each other a lot. So uh, one time Tiger walks up to Faraday and he goes, hey, Faraday, what do you call a black guy flying a plane? And Faraday goes, I don't know, Tiger. What do you call a black guy flying a plane? He goes, a pilot, pilot. you effing racist. (laughs) 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 That's really good. That's really good. Really good. A pilot, you effing racist. (laughs) The way that started, I was like, should we do this now or should we wait? I was like, is Michael Thompson here somewhere? (laughs) No, or uh, is Mason doing the show solo today? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Because they're all looking to cancel everybody. All right, so you guys know what we do on Thursdays. We do our draft. Snake draft. Right? It's a snake snake draft. draft. So today's snake draft was best action movies. Okay. Okay. Best action movies. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So Slee's list is Dark Knight. He had the first pick. I like that. Uh, um, Enter the Dragon. Oh, good one. And good really one. Strong. And the Matrix. Okay. Oh, okay. you like gonna it? Going to be tough to beat. Love that. Okay. Ta- Taylor's right. is the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It's very, a great very movie. good. Woo, woo, woo. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Very good. Very good movie. Yeah, and fun. Leon the Professional, which I don't. I'm oh, not Leon with. the Professional is a great movie. Is that the okay. one Natalie Portman? Yeah, yes. Natalie okay. Portman. Okay, of those two lists so far, which one is better? I would Slee. go with Slee. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, my list is The Terminator. Great. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. And First Blood, the original Ooh. Rambo movie. It's very You are close. now neck and neck with Slee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm in a coin flip. <laughs> I'm yes. a slight lean towards Slee, but that's an excellent list. Tyler's okay, list. Okay, now the, the list that's leading this everyone on social. Okay. on social. Tyler. Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Solid. John Wick. Solid. Oh, and born identity. Yeah. Um. He said, "You know what? You know what you did, Tyler. You stayed in the fairway. You, you. Uh, those are three traditional. Everybody's seen them. Uh, movies. He went for the masses. I'm. I'm gonna go Trav only because this is a weird story. When I was at UCLA, I was in a fraternity, and there was a guy in my fraternity named Eric Fightchans. And his father, Buzz Fightchans, was the stunt coordinator on all the Rambo movies. Oh, awesome. Including First Blood. So we got to do private screenings every time a Rambo movie came out and Buzz came to the house. I've lost touch with Eric over the years. I I have no idea where he is or what he's doing. But so for that reason, I was always connected to Rambo and First Blood. First Blood's a really good movie, yeah, too. Richard Crenn is, is in that movie, yeah. too, yeah, sure. and his daughter, Maria, was at UCLA with us. So okay. Okay. I, have a, I have a personal connection. I am going to go with Slee's List. He's got two of, for me, the 20 greatest movies of all time. Dark Knight. Dark Knight and Matrix. Well, wait Matrix. a minute. You wouldn't say Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the 20 great movies of um, all time? Love it. I don't have the same feeling. I think, I think like it's Dark Knight might be Spielberg's like, it's most right up unbelievable there. movie. Dark Knight's yeah. just outside my top five. Just outside my top five all time. Terminator 2 was like the one that launched. I know he'd been in things before Terminator. Right. But there was Arnold pre-Terminator, post-Terminator. Right. He talks about that in the Arnold doc that's on Netflix right now. Which, by the way, is really good. Which is... I haven't seen it yet. Does he he talk about at all the affair that ruined his marriage? Yes. He does. Because it would be hard to do that doc without... It's with completely there. avoiding So that. it's it's broken into three parts. Part one is his life as a kid and a bodybuilder. Right. Part two is his career as an actor. Yep. And part three is his personal political stuff. life and personal stuff. 
Um, and and is, the, it, is it very Michael? Because I've only seen an episode and a half, but it is kind of Michael Jordan telling his story his of the last of his dance. Story. His yeah. story, his yeah. version, yeah. right? Yep. So you guys were talking about something earlier today that um, something that happened with Mason and I completely flipped me on this subject of would you ever ask somebody to take a picture? Oh right, and I'm like you, Trav. I can't. I can't do it. I don't like. It. I just it makes me I'm, uncomfortable. I'm, 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 I cringe worthy. But what put me over the top? Mason will remember this. Is one day. Uh, Emmanuel Shrieky from Entourage oh, was sure. in the other room. Yeah. And Mason says to me, Ireland, what's that girl's name? And I go, oh, that's Emmanuel Shrieky. She's from, she's an Entourage. He goes, great. And he grabs his phone and he runs out there and he goes, I'm going to get a picture for the gram. Okay. You know, so Mason runs out there and he gets his picture. And Singer was working with us and he goes, what's he doing? I go, oh, he's getting his picture with Emmanuel Shrieky for his Instagram and, and Singer literally goes like this. Well, if he's doing it, I'm doing it. <laughs> and Singer runs out there, and I go, this girl is going to be horrified. Right. And since that day, I've never asked another person to take a picture because it was so cringeworthy. It, it's, here's, what's ama- here's what's amazing about that. So the Emmanuel Shrieky incident is real. Uh, but we have had three, like, really notable people in here that neither of us have gotten selfies with. Yeah, I one, never will. One is Idris Elba. Who sat oh, right yeah. there? Yeah. One was Bruce Dern, who sat right there, and one was Aaron Sorkin, who sat over who would where be you number are. Number one on my number one on Sorkin it, list. Didn't didn't get a pic- and I didn't get a picture. Can I ask a stupid question? Why did you want a picture of somebody if you didn't even know who they were and knew their name? Because I knew he recognized. I knew oh, okay. she was from Entourage. Okay. I just didn't know her official name. It's like I would for the grand. I would have changed my name from Shrieky. Isn't that a, <laughs> it's like a Shrieky? Mouthful. She's is so not good a great looking name. that her She's name could pretty. be Dog Poop. <laughs> and, and she wouldn't have had to change it. Emmanuel Dog yeah. she's, she's, she's that good looking. Yes. She could have got no, away she's, with she's it. She's gorgeous. I understand the impulse. Yes. But I would have, I, I've done, I've asked. For the gram, man. Two for the people, gram. George Brett and Nolan Ryan. That's oh, Nolan those Ryan, are great ones. Nolan yeah. Ryan's my favorite player ever. Yeah. Couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Well, in his, his conversation with George Brett, right? It was the... Hey, I never do this. I, and, and I literally had. You didn't say that. He did. You did. did. Oh, I did. Because, you know, that's what everyone know, says. I'm, like I'm Mason, fully, who takes pictures with everybody, I'm, says, I never do this. But I'm can I get fully a aware that it was the wrong <laughs> well, thing. Well, you to said say. he gave you the look of like, really? Is, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. But we ended up getting to hang out a little bit after because yep. it was during a Rome tour stop that he came out to be sure. a guest at. And he hung out in the Him and Rick Sutcliffe hung out in the green room for a yeah, while after. Yeah. We had a really good oh, afternoon cool. together. It was great. We did another one in Round Rock, Texas, at the ballpark there, where Nolan Ryan was a might still be an owner of the team, right? And he came out and did it, told great stories, and then we hung out in the clubhouse after and had a couple of cold beers. And I, oh, wow. I'd had a couple of like, I'm asking Nolan Ryan for a picture. That's this amazing. So you did it, both of them. Yeah, incredibly sure. Gracious. Are you doing that. that now too? If you see somebody, I, no, I, we, I don't. when we were talking about it, if you see somebody that I'm probably not going to ask for a picture, but. You respect their work, or you like what they do. Or are you going to at least go introduce yourself? Or, that you know um, who they are. I would say something. I would not ask for a picture. Like I, I always think people. I I appreciate your work. Just you know, that's the nicest thing that you get. That, yeah. That's all. And can't, I'm not. I'm not asking it. for pictures now. I can't appreciate your work. Is something I could do. Can we take a 15 second video? Yeah, 15 second video. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. Yeah, I want you on my reels. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. When you guys had Jaime Harin and Oral yeah. Hershiser in here, yeah. which I thought was an incredibly oh, cool, cool interview. Thank you. I know them both. I made a point of staying out of the room. 
because I didn't want to be another person walking mm. up. And I know yeah. them both. Yeah. I didn't want to be another mm. person walking up to them going, you're the, you know, like, hey, John, I'm going to see you. Blah, blah, blah. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm cringeworthy on mm. that. I got a quick one for you, Ireland. Um, Domingo Herman threw a perfect game for the Yankees yeah. last night. Okay. Mace, did you get my text I in did. time? I got your text yeah. and flipped over to yeah. MLB. Okay, so Mace, Mace has a rule with me. He Nobody loves baseball more than him. So he said, if there's ever a no-hitter or a perfect it's game, awesome. you need to tell me without yep. telling me what it is. Okay. So oh, you're what did I send you? I said something like, hey, um, Mace, turn on MLB Network. <laughs> there's something going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and I was hoping you – That's uh, a good cover. You were yeah. not was, out or doing something. Well, we or, were out last night too. So Me and Bergman so, went out drinking. Okay, so what happened after you, you got my text? Did either one of you did you know about it till I texted no, you? No, not till I got the text. So what'd you do? Uh, went home and turned it on. Okay, you made it home in time. Yeah, made it home in time. All right, so I hijacked mm. you. What'd you? Okay. Yeah, what are you gonna say? No problem. So Michael K is the voice of the Yankees. Yeah. Right. Michael K was not on the call last night. Right. Yep. It was Ryan Rucco. Yeah. Ryan Rucco had the call. Does that ever cross your mind as a play-by-play guy? Like, what if something historic happens? That from, from Michael K is identified with the Yankees the way that you are with it's the Lakers. It's one of the main reasons Bill McDonald has the Laker job. Joel Myers was working a football game and needed that night off, and Kobe scored 81 points. Yep. <laughs> and that became Billy's resume tape. Right. And when the job opened up a few years later, he went – here on a Sunday How night against the Toronto like Raptors. If you missed Bam, the eighty-one missed point history. game, right. or you missed—if you're Michael K, you call Yankee games. I missed a perfect game. Yeah, I, I, it depends why you miss it. Like for example, the only reason I've missed games since I've had the Laker job is COVID. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. and then Jack, my son, had an accident, had a seizure, and I, I had to bail out of a trip, and Trudell filled in for me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But so those are those are circumstances beyond my yeah, control. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I w- Ryan Rucco, by the way, is is just a fantastic guy. He's great, and I know Michael K a little bit. If I know K the way I think I know him, he's gonna go. He's gonna be happy for Rucco. Yeah, because K is completely secure. He's been the voice of the Yankees sure. for twenty years, mm-hmm. and he's probably gonna. I, I bet you he'll he'll go on his show today and talk about how no, happy I he would is take for it Rucco. to my grave. I would too. I would take. I would too. Mace. It's happened twenty four times in the history of Major League Baseball, and I just missed the opportunity to call one. I would take it to my grave. Yeah, and, and think yeah. about how many games. Wow. I'm sure so Beto head- just texted me. Also, John Sterling not on the radio. Oh, Young wow. Justin Shakel in his first year Jeez. as the Yankees backup called the game. Oh, that's a huge break wow. for those guys, right? Yeah. Wow. You, you. I mean, obviously, you want to be associated with the team. Obviously, you want to call championships, but you're going to get to be the soundtrack of a moment that's going to right. live forever. But if you're playing and it you, safe, if you're playing it safe, you take that Wednesday night game in Oakland against the A's. Nothing's going to happen here, right? Right. right. That's the freaking game. Now, happens. if I was doing, if I was the voice of the Lakers, uh, would they? How would they deal with my vacation days? My, <laughs> when I have to go on assignment, would they be they okay would, with that? They would miss you. Oh, would they miss me <laughs> permanently? When I uh, when I got the job, they said one of the reasons we're offering this to you is that. We're putting it in your contract that you cannot go, and they did. You cannot leave us to work for somebody else. Oh, interesting. Which is what Joel did, and he had it in his deal that he could mm. do it. Yeah, but they said that's the end of that. I think that in- what you were going to say was, "We're giving this to you because we know that you're committed to not missing games." Yeah, so yeah. very subtle. So <laughs> you are going to be here every so game. Yeah, right? Did you miss any games this year? Uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah, right. I missed. Uh, AK jumped in for, I think, one of the games. Yeah, I had to, uh, in my contract when I was doing it in 2010, I, I was allowed to miss two games all season long, and that included preseason. Two games all season. 
It was a grind. Okay, man. how it, long did that you That is get, a grind How of a job. deep into the season did you get before you burned your Jan- two freebies? I, got, I made it to January, and I made it to my birthday. And I, well, okay. I don't think you worked the Christmas Day game either. I did work the Christmas oh, you Day did game that yeah, yeah. That's the game I a did, lot of people take. Getting to the All-Star the game day. is like a freaking Iron oh, Man. Oh, it's a marathon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell it is. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, it's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.